Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are. Whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time and attention. I know y'all have other things pulling you in many different directions. So, I'm grateful that you spent some time here. For those of y'all that continue to come back, I'm grateful that you do. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast with others and tell them about it, thank you so much for that as well. Not a lot on the homestead. Had some unseasonably warm days. Recently, nights are still kind of chilly. That was a shocking thing to me. The first few times I experienced that in the desert, the range of temperatures. For those of y'all that that know about the desert, to go from boiling hot during the day to what felt like freezing cold at night just because it was such a wide, wide range at any rate. I'll just go off down all sorts of little rabbit troll, rabbit trails, <laughs> rabbit trolls too. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast. Thank you for the time to record it. Be with those families, guide them, bless them, surround them with your angels, protect them from evil of any kind. Help us to get our priorities in order, Lord. Help our actions to line up with our words, with what we claim is important to us. Forgive us our continued failings, our sins. Forgive us that we try your patience, that we fail again and again and again. And thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and the forgiveness that has been granted to us through his life and death, his merit alone. Help us to be good stewards with what you've blessed us with and to help those that have less than we do. And God, my words here, Father, please. Your son's name we pray. Amen. Had a few different things to talk about today. Gonna start with Uncle Tom's Cabin. It was published in 1852 by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Uh, If you're familiar with Uncle Todd's cabin, it was a an attack, a, a novel that brought light to the barbarity, if that's the right word, of slavery 
And at the very end of it, it says, A day of grace is yet held out to us. Both north and south have been guilty before God. And the Christian church has a heavy account to answer. Not by combining together to project to protect injustice and cruelty and making a common capital of sin is the union to be saved, but by repentance, justice, and mercy. I don't know how close we are to a civil war again. I don't know if that's even the path that we'll take or if we'll just decide to keep sliding down this dark trail that we're on, folks. And I know sometimes when y'all listen to the podcast, it must seem like it's just dark and depressive each time, but that's where we're at. There's hope in Jesus Christ. There's encouragement for each of us individually. But as a nation, you look at this quote, we have a heavy account to answer for. And and you notice that she says both north and south. A lot of times we like to point fingers on the conservative side. And look at the left and say, well, God, if we could just, if the left would just quit acting evilly, everything would be fine. And of course, the problem is that we sat around and twiddled our thumbs and turned a blind eye. And we've gone along to get along. There's a great international example going on right now. A pastor that I've listened to a lot, well, I say a lot, I've listened to a lot of clips of this pastor. And I have always felt like he just did a phenomenal job. I I have listened to some of his sermons in totality when I was driving up and down the road. Name's Alistair bag hopefully i pronounce that right and some of y'all may have heard of him doesn't really matter i think most people would argue that he's done a pretty phenomenal job over the years as a pastor standing on god's word and he came out recently though and and i don't know all the details of the story folks but on the surface at least it seems like recommended to a woman that she attend her son's or grandson's gay wedding as a show of Christ's love. I don't see a single example in the Bible where Christ showed someone love by condoning, celebrating 
something immoral. In fact, often the example that the left loves to use is the woman caught in adultery, right? And nobody condemns her. Nobody throws the first stone. And they like to say, see, you, you get all upset about the LGBTQ, etc. community. But Jesus right here, he said, I'm not going to condemn you. But they never, they never put the last verse in there in which God looked at the woman and said, go and leave your life of sin. Go and sin no more. He didn't, he didn't condone adultery. He didn't celebrate it. They didn't have a party for it. He didn't go to the party and give gifts while this woman committed adultery with somebody else. He told her, go and, and sin no more. And we've made a lot of excuses in America for why we don't completely stand up against abortion. Well, it's their body, their choice. That's none of my business. I really don't want to get involved. <laughs> I mean, the ludicrousness of that sentiment of that statement. I mean, it just the cowardice that we exhibit when we make that statement, because that's all it really is, folks. It's not, we're not being noble. We're trying to wash our hands of the slaughter of an innocent child, saying, well, I don't really want to get involved. It's not my choice. I mean, could you imagine? And they did. Like, again, just the, the parallels between the 1920s and 30s, folks. I was going to say, could you imagine if people sat around as they put a Jew into a gas chamber and said, well, it's not really my concern. That's not my issue. I don't want to get involved. And, and then I laughed at myself because that's exactly what happened. There were a number. I pick on the British often because that's what I've read the most about. But there were a number of European countries that said, well, that's, you know, Germany's just, they're just being German. And, you know, they're just, that's their business inside their country. And we don't want to get involved. And, you know, maybe... Maybe the Germans are kind of right anyway. The Jews, they're kind of nasty people. They're kind of a burden. Nobody really likes them anyway. They're kind of, they're expendable. I mean, we're not going to, nothing, we're not going to lose anything by losing the Jews. Dear Lord, how similar does that sound to the way that we treat unborn babies? Ah, you know, they're kind of a burden. Nobody's going to miss them anyway. I mean, they're not even born. And it's it's so much better than them going in foster care and being a burden on the system. And it's just, uh, it's just, we'll just let them do, let those people do what they want to do. Do you not see the same attitude going into the Civil War between the North and the South, the reason that that Harriet Stowe here says both North and South have been guilty before God. There were a lot of people in the North, well, you know, the South wants to beat slaves, torture slaves, rape them, kill them, 
sell them, break up families. Eh, you know, that's that's the South's business. That's their way of life. I, I love the argument. My father and I get into this often. The argument that at the, at the end of the Revolutionary War, when the Constitution was being written, that the founders, that they couldn't get rid of slavery at that point. It just would have destroyed the Union. There was no chance. You can't. Uh, it, it just wouldn't have worked. It would have never worked to get rid of slavery at that point. Uh, you know. You don't know. We have no idea whether it would have worked or not because it wasn't tried. What if it would have broken up the Union at that point and the South went their own way? What if they fell apart on their own and then decided to come back into the Union without slaves on their own, without a civil war. What if sentiment would have turned at that point enough to where they would have entered anyway? Not doing what we're supposed to do. Because of the excuse of it won't work is not a valid reason. It's a pathetic reason. It's a cowardly reason. No matter how much logic and reason you try and use to justify abdicating your responsibility, washing your hands of your duty. It never makes it right. It never makes it just. It's never merciful. It wasn't merciful at the end of the Revolutionary War to continue to allow slavery to exist for another 85 years give or take. It wasn't just on either side during all those years for the North and the South. For the South to continue openly to have slavery, to approve of it, to condone it. Or the North to abide by it to wash their hands of their responsibility to fight against it, to say, oh, well, that's not our concern. That's the South just being the South. You look again today, you know, the World War II, the, the people that said, oh, that's just Germany being Germany. Or that's just Japan, Japan being Japan. We don't want to get involved. That's none of our business. Let's just isolate ourselves here. Everything will be just fine. I didn't intend to spend this whole podcast, folks, on this one quote. But we have allowed ourselves to project, to protect injustice and cruelty 
and we have made a common capital of sin in the union today. We've done it with abortion. We have done it with LGBTQIA plus minus multiply divide lifestyles. We have done it with feminism and the destruction of marriage and family. And and we've done it both north and south, both left and right. The left openly embraces these evils. On the right, we've allowed them, condoned them, said, well, that's none of our business. The account, the bill due is very high. The butcher's bill is very high. The only way at the end of this quote, you see it here again, for the union to be saved, if it can be still at this point, folks, and it may not be able to. We may have moved past that point, and God may have said that this is enough. We still need to turn to him because whatever remnant is left or, or whatever plan he has, it's going to be better for us to do his will. Even if the country is no longer going to be viable, it's better for us to do his will and go with his plan than to go our own way. Right? But if there is any hope, of the union to be saved. It's got to be, again, at the very end of Uncle Tom's cabin here, Harriet Beecher Stowe, it's got to be through repentance of our sins, turning back to God, really turning back to God, right? Through His Son, Jesus Christ, as a country. It's got to be justice, we have to put a stop to those things that are evil and mercy. Right. Mercy. How do you see mercy? One of the greatest examples, I think, during the Civil War is the terms that Grant gave to Lee at the very end. Lincoln and Grant both knew. Churchill made a comment like this. I wish I had it in front of me right now. He talked about uh, how we were supposed to act in war and defeat and victory, etc. And, and the bottom line was in victory, mercy. Reconciliation. I don't know if this very first line of her quote a day of grace is yet held out to us. I don't know if we have that day of grace still as a nation. But the longer we go down this path, I know one thing, the longer we continue to go down the path we're on right now, the less and less chance there is that we still have that day of grace. 
And, and really this part in here, the Christian church has a heavy account to answer. We have an account as a country, but where was the impetus for the Revolutionary War from the pulpit? Where was the awakening to the injustice and the cruelty of slavery from the pulpit, from the church? Where again do we have to turn in our country in these dark days for leadership to spark that fire, the pulpit, the church? We have got to stand up unapologetically. And as John Quincy Adams says, do our duty right. Duty is ours. Results are God's. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.